mood.tv Welcome to another episode of White Wasabi. On today's program, let's see what we got for you. G-Balls tells us all about his new fresh gear. EJ5000 takes shots of some odd German liquid. (laughs) And me, well, I'm going to be eating hamburger helper while we're doing this because... I'm, I miss dinner. Makes a great meal. So today we're going to be, uh, let's see, looking at episode 19 of Sword Art Online. EJ, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go to you for uh, the pronunciation. Right on. It's the LaGru Corridor. Look, look at you. That's right. Bam. Hey, look at you. Huh? That's kind of my own little personal f*** you to Greg. I came prepared this time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, way to go. You picked LeGru. That's a tough one. I had to write it down three times to make sure I got it right, though, too, man. I was like, I better get this right. So, uh, Spies Guy, uh, EJ, how about you give us the uh, the breakdown, the synopsis, the long and the short of it, sir? Taken from the Wikipedia page for a list of Sword Art Online episodes. Episode 19, The LeGru Corridor. <laughs> While en route to the World Tree, the pair first pass through a large cave. Lifa receives a message from Rekon, cautioning her to take care. She and Kirito realize that they are being followed, only to be cornered by a large group of salamander players. Kirito asks Lifa to support him with her magic while he fights the group by himself. However, he is unable to break their formation until Yui comes up with a plan to have Lifa cast some protective magic on Kirito while he conjures a spell that temporarily transforms him into a representation of Gleamize. In his new form, Kirito obliterates his enemies, but spares one whom Kirito bribes in exchange for information. The Salamander player reveals that his party was ordered to attack Kirito and Lifa by the same group which attacked them during their first encounter. Let's, let's get this started as we like to do. Right off the bat, little lead-in that we have, I-, I thought was kind of funny. They started off with Kirito actually showing how kind of like lazy he is. He's practicing magic at the beginning, and he does his illumination one, their night vision magic. So he lights up the corridor, which is kind of cool. And then they're talking about magic, and Leafa, oh, I'm sorry, Leaf Goo. <laughs> she's like yeah you know like higher level magic like can't just say the words like you have to know the meaning behind the words and like really hard spells are like 20 plus words long and he's like I guess I'll just stick to fighting with my hands then <laughs> like he immediately gives up he's like oh really alright well screw that I can say for myself and Mikey-san we more than likely would follow that lead for a while well and it's, it's funny cause he says that, but we know that doesn't happen either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the last two episodes, or at least the last episode, it seems to be a point to point out that Kirito's powers suck. They're like, oh, you're not going to need that. Those are stupid, but then over and over and over again, every time we see him use his powers, they're really useful. So it's just funny that they talk so much shit on with Spriggan powers. Yeah, I don't really understand that. I think it's part of the point. I think it's... I think he's a special Spriggan, so to speak. Oh, you say okay. So you think they're trying to different? Yeah, and yeah, you know what? There's a, a comment to that, to that end at some point too. That friggin' Spriggan, friggin' Spriggan. 
So they're they're walking through this corridor, and she figures out that there's a bat following them, and well, y- Yui really figures it out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Yui's pretty useful. She's also kind of a jerk. <laughs> She's the ultimate tool, though, in the game. Yeah, the, she knows friggin' everything, and that's awesome for them. But uh, that part's kind of inconsequential. They they know somebody's following them, so they take off running. They get to an outdoor area where it's like... Check it out, a lake. Yeah, a, a bridge over a lake uh, filled with monsters. The sky was awesome. It was all starry and neat. Mm-hmm. It was it was a cool location for a fight scene. And as any one of us could have expected by this point, Kirito does Kirito. They show up to fight him, and the first thing he says is, let me take care of this myself. Yeah. yeah. But this time he's honest. He's like, I need you to heal me, because... I'll never be able to do it without that. Which is a great, great strategy. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is. Well, that's a typical video game strategy in my mind. That's I use it in uh, Clash of Clans all the time. There you go. I saw that, actually. I, I was noticing that, and I was like, hmm, maybe I need to level up my healers. Dude, uh, Archer Queen with a couple of uh, couple of healers, as long as they don't get too close to air defenses, you're good. You're real yeah, good. Yeah, see, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. She'll go forever. With the Salamander army, I thought it was really interesting that this was the first time we got to see different character classes within the races. True. Because there was mages, and then there was, I guess, soldiers, and there was there's three or four different types. And I thought that was pretty cool, and getting to see... Is that I guess that it's not really too applicable, but we'll see that in a couple of the other races. And I'd say there was, like, shield guys, there was battle mages, and then there was, uh, like, healing mages. Yeah. Pretty badass, though. I enjoyed that, too. Yeah, they, it got really good really quick when they got onto that bridge. And, you know, in true, in typical Kirito fashion, he runs in, swings his sword as hard as he can at whatever's in front of him, and he doesn't do a whole lot of good right off the bat. Takes a chunk of their damage or their hit points away, but it comes right it, back because yeah, of the healers. Yeah, it comes right back. But, I mean, he has the same thing going on on his end. His is coming right back, too, because... Of Leaf Goo. Do, do you guys remember my confusion on the... It was the Skull Reaper episode with the, the energy bars? Yeah. Yes. For, for the new listeners, I was... If you if you watch any of these other episodes, their health bar goes from right to left. And there's... On the left-hand side, there's a little sliver. And I got very confused with this early on in the series. And in this episode specifically, they do this cute little wraparound thing. It's like cylindrical. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of that little white stub on the end. And to the point that the energy they lose is wrapped behind itself for a second and so yeah. again i was like ah and now now I'm, i know better uh but i saw that and i was like man why couldn't they just switch that <laughs> why? it's it's been a problem <laughs> it's been a, or just make it green to red like the whole bar you know Color yeah shift. totally totally so yeah. that you have another cue that you know which way it's going mm-hmm. see greg get, get help to help them out dude i would love to design make up like a an engine yeah, that would be pretty sweet, being able to awesome. map out an, uh, an entire world like that, mm-hmm. and then destroy it. <laughs> and then destroy everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you need a creep to like put girls in bird cages, I'm available. Just let me know. <laughs> well, definitely. First we need, I guess, we'll have Sensei be the guy who creates it and then destroys it and then doesn't really know why he... I have no <laughs> idea why I did any of this. I, I don't remember. <laughs> just just have no idea. Um, and just because I can't be the main character, I'll be Yui. <laughs> <laughs> I 
for actually one of the first times in this uh, this part of the show in this game, we start to see him get really serious. There is a, there is a point where right as the fight is starting to happen. He says something to Leaf about, I'm not willing to let party members die. And he gets this real serious face. Like, it's really, Mm -hmm. gets really into it. Um, And we see him actually get angry. The fight starts. He tells Leafa to get behind him and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she's like, you're going to need help or something like that. And no, Leafka basically says, "Who cares? We're just gonna have to fly again. Let's just oh, give yeah, up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that, that. That's true. You right when what, he started right, saying I, that, I just remembered that, and I was like, "Why did she? Yeah. Why she was just like, oh well, let's just give up? Why then? Why not fight? Like that's all the more reason to fight because you're like, well, we're yeah. gonna die anyway." That's true. That's totally true. Which uh, there's something that happens later that reminds me of the same point. Uh, well, they're fighting, right? And something. Yeah. There's there's one of those red dudes who jumps off the bridge. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, what what's the difference? What's how however you die? What's the, I don't know. He gets serious though. For the first time, we really see him in this is where he's like, I'm not gonna let any any of my party members die. It's the last time. He totally goes emo for the first he, time in a while. For the first time in, in quite some time. Like, as long as I'm alive, I won't let anyone in my party too. die. And I was like. In in the back of my head, I remember that I was like, "Ah, he's back!" <laughs> like, yes. And then it was like, yeah. "Flashback, ah, <laughs> savior of the universe." Because he, yeah, he's he's been a little too smooth lately. He's a little, he's been a little bit too cool yeah. for his own britches. He's been way too cool to be Kirito. <laughs> totally got to be more emo. <laughs> way too cool to be Kirito. Like, who is this main character, and what did you do with my emo Kirito? <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't had a flashback about anybody dead in way too long, so... Way, way too long. He could be cool when he's Kirigaya, but when he's Kirito, he's got to be the most emo person ever. I don't care what game he's playing. Has to. Has to. Especially when you're dressed like that. You're, it's, you're set up for that. Like, that's <laughs> your thing, dude. Yeah, you're broadcasting that, you, so, you know, you it's do cool be you. you. You do yeah, you. This is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I love the fact that and this is where we pick up with what I was saying earlier, where he goes, he's like, oh, I'm not going to do any high level magic. I don't want to have to do any of that stuff. So he's fighting these guys. And I mean, he's he's hanging in there, but he's taking a beating and he, he busts out this spell out of nowhere. Yui's like, do it now. And he's like, OK. And like they both knew exactly what they were talking about. And he throws out this spell. And this is what I have in my notes. Fucking gleam eyes, gleam eyes, dude. Totally. He turns into fucking gleam eyes, gleam yeah. eyes, and he just just starts tearing people apart. I was like, hell yes, dude. He put his hand through that dude's chest, and then and ate again him though they're like they're like his hand. Don't don't break formation. <laughs> it's just an illusion. Quap. <laughs> well, and, you know they they kept saying and, and saying that, but I don't think it was. It wasn't. No. That's why I was was saying earlier that that's why he's definitely a different Spriggan. Yeah, totally. I think Yui's doing some dirt in the background, unlocking some doors for him or something, because that was super cool. Like, he he picked that dude up and ate him. And just ate him. (laughs) Personally, I think he's been special since he came into the game. I think that's the reason he didn't start in Spriggan territory. I think that's why he got to keep all his items and abilities and strength and all the parameters. And then Yui helped him not flag those things to anybody from the game. 
I don't know why, but you know, I think that's why he came into the game, or or because he came into it that way. I think you know, there's something special about him. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that, but we do, yeah, we we don't know why though. Nope. Or if there's if there's if it's the system, or if somebody's looking out for him, maybe you know. It's weird. Eh, little, something little, weird. Something, we're gonna need to dig into a little bit more, right? Eh? We're gonna have to dig into it. We're gonna have to yeah, we're gonna do a little digging. Leafa continues to be, I think, pretty awesome. Like the more that she does her power, because she does powers at the very beginning of this episode where she shoots that bat. That's the same spell we've already yeah. seen, but it's still pretty badass. Yeah. And she puts up a false wall, which is pretty badass. Pretty and now cool. even her healing power, she does this. She yeah. uses. All of her mana. I thought it was really interesting how they say mana too, not mana. I'm used to saying mana, but they say Yui's like use all your mana, and I was like, okay, that's what we're going with. Now I'm saying that for the rest of my life. So all the mana is used, and Lame. these awesome butterflies come shooting out, and that's that was how she healed Kitty too. That brings up a good point though about the mana or mana thing, because I've heard it both ways. But I wonder, I wonder if one is actually wrong. Yeah, I don't, it could be colloquial, could be both right. I don't, you know, mm. like. Kind of like how in uh, Superman, the, the original Christopher Reeves in 79, I think, how Marlon Brando, through the entire movie, can't pronounce Krypton. How's he say it? Krypton. Krypton? Straight he out of Krypton. Krypton the whole time. It, it's hysterical. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm pulling that right from, uh, if either of you guys ever seen Screen Junkies, the re- real trailers, they did. They just did a Batman, they did yeah. uh, Tim Burton Batman and then they did and versus Christopher Reeve, uh, Superman, and it was hysterical. Oh, and that's you should awesome. definitely and any listeners out there, you should definitely look it up. It all their uh, honest trailers are absolutely hysterical. Incredible, honest trailers are good. The yeah, uh, recuts yeah. are good. All good stuff. All it good does things. get a little adult at times. And actually, Segway. I thought the language got super adult in this episode was it <laughs> Leafa asked the dude so the last dude that doesn't get killed she says something to the effect of oh uh what do tell you tell me what's why, going what on you, you dumb asshat <laughs> she calls him an asshat <laughs> <laughs> something like yeah it's, it's, yeah oh oh uh, all right oh, to, since i'm laughing and this cracked me up in the episode i might as well just keep right on going um so I, I can't remember the dude's name, the the squirrely little dude, Leafa's friend. Rickon. Rickon. Rick, Rickon. Rickon. Uh, Rickon. So, so he's trying to get in touch with her uh, over something super important and sends her a message and whatever. And she uh, she finally goes outside the game and calls him to find out what's going on. And I thought this was hysterical. He tells this story. Uh, about how the second in command from their race, well, what are they? Uh, Sylphs. Yeah. So the second or the commander of the Sylph army is a spy for the Salamanders and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, how do you know this? And he goes, well, I, I used a translucent spell to turn invisible and I followed them. And then they put on cloaks of invisibility and then I followed them. They put on cloaks of invisibility, and then mm. you continue to follow them. Mm, that's tell true. Tell me how that works, little. Yeah. Tell me about this, little Spriggan. Plot hole. I was hoping that he would like say something like, "Good thing my uh, vision skill was so high that I could see them." And I was like, "Just say it. Just say <laughs> it." 
Yeah. And then they're like, like nobody can see it. man. I had enchanted glasses on that morning. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I put on my enchanted glasses and followed their footprints. Yeah. Even yeah. that. That's well, all it, you good need. catch. It did good catch. for a second. For, well, it was, it was either a good catch or I thought for a second, too, like, well, that's a hole in his story. Like, he's lying. Ah. Like, he's not being truthful. Like, could be for a second, but but then I looked at him and I'm like, nah, he's too he's he's too timid and squirrely to be he's too yeah. much of a wiener who loves. Yeah, we've yeah, seen him in the exactly. real world. He pledged my sword. He, yeah, so he's like he's nerdy yeah. both ways, which is cool, you know. And then he gets it. Word. I love that shot of where his head's in the and water he's totally... and he's all paralyzed. He's like, actually, my body's still there, and it's like paralyzed arrow. <laughs> it's such a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder you were calling before me we get, IRL. Before we get to the IRL, right before, she's like, I got to go check on something in IRL. Su- Sugu says this. She says, she says, hey, Yui, can you watch to make sure your dad doesn't mess with my body? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can count. Or she was like, Roger. She totally used like radio talk. <laughs> Copy that. And and not not only that she's like no I total I totally get it I totally understand why yeah she's like you know like she says something to the effect like yep uh huh absolutely, absolutely yep no I, I yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's creepy <laughs> and she wakes up out of her sleep wearing you know I I just I wanted to make a point of this because I thought this was kind of funny I when I like when I poop in my own house I shut the door and I lock it even if I'm home alone. I don't know if everybody does this practice, but I certainly do. I do. Now, if I was playing a VR video game, I would not be leaving my door open and being completely, n- nearly naked every single time I play it. Or maybe I would. But just the prospect of that is a bad idea. <laughs> like, why Why does this 14-year-old girl always have to be yeah. so scantily clad when playing video games? Because I love this show. And I think that's actually probably that's probably a really good place to take a little bit of a break. White Wasabi episode 19 will be right back after these messages. Hey, mercy. Hamburger help is delicious.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 20 of White Wasabi, where we're discussing episode 19 of Sword Art Online, because that's not confusing at all. Um, all right. I have no idea where we left it off. I got really into that commercial break. Uh, let's see here. Recon. He's telling us some shit. Recon. We getting that shit. Exposition's happening. This is where we're learning oh, yeah. stuff. His limp body in the water is hilarious, and we also find <laughs> yes. out the intentions yes, yes, yes. of Sigurd, and we find out that he's kind of a, he's like a double-crossing bad dude. Sigurd is a bad yeah, he's, he's an ass. So right, he does so, say, though, doesn't he give him, don't they get all the info? Because that's why uh, Kirito grabs her and they start running out of the cave. Yeah, and the info is that oh, yeah, Sigurd is teaming up with the Salamanders. Sigurd's teaming up with the Salamanders, right? Yeah. There's bad stuff coming, and they need to get well, somewhere fast. Now, does he... Yeah, but he he explains about the, the conference, doesn't he? I think so, because that's where they're going. I think they're going... Yeah, I think it has yeah, to be. because how else would they know where to run to? I think he has to. Yeah, yeah it has to be there. That's right, and he, he's informed right. that the Salamanders are going to come intercept and... And, and all this stuff's going to happen, and, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's going to be terrible. And then they're like... get there right quick. And she's like, Kirito, this is where we have to split up. Yes, because I... She gets there quick. She's like, listen... I'm really sorry. This is where we might have to part ways. If you need to kill me, you can kill me because I know you have to keep it. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'll go with you. It's, it's no big deal. It's, it's all good. He's not. Nah, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I said, I'm I never going to kill a party member. He's like, I want to. We could be friends. I like you. We could be friends. Yeah, I said I would. And Which is like, kind of a ah. contrast to earlier in the episode when he was all like, I never let anybody in my party die except for those times. So, I, I mean, not again except anymore. There's a bunch of times where I let those people die. <laughs> Even though. I flashed back to them about 800 times in the past 15 episodes. I'm not going to think about them once now. Uh, F them. How come we're not seeing them, huh? You know? I you miss those really, flashbacks. Are, are, you, are you complaining about that? I'm cool with that, man. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah. No, new game. How about that? That's what I'll say. New, new game. game. We don't need to see that. Yeah. We've, we've watched that before. I, it would actually annoy me if they did that, honestly. Yeah, but um, don't forget, those people died in real life. <laughs> like, yeah. We've moved on. Yeah, well, it's true. in real fake life, it's a cartoon, dude. Relax. Oh my goodness! But in in <laughs> fake fake life, in this game, they don't die if they die. So it's funny whenever she's dramatic. She's like, "It's okay if you need to kill me because I might have to travel Again. seven hours." You're like, uh, okay. You were about to give up on the other side of that bridge. I think it was more of "It's okay if you have to kill me." I get that we're not friends. Yeah, but she was about to give up on the other side of that bridge, making so she's like, eh, "I just kill myself." But now she's like, "No, if you need Leaf to kill me, it's just all about a pity party." All right, that's basically what it comes down to. She's definitely related to Kirito. She's obviously that's how that's oh. the other reason they should both know because they're both emo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They should both cry, hold hands, and listen to some Poison the Well or something. Dashboard confessional. Come on. Ooh, dashboard. There you go. It's it's obvious one to go for every time. Yeah, it's true. Hands down. You get it? No. You get it? I don't. That was a song by Dashboard Confessional. Ooh. Good for you for wow. knowing that. <laughs> you, for, hold on. Yeah, that's you right. Know, you know the name of an emo band? I knew the name song, of a song a, of an emo and band. And the song they sing. I've never even heard of this band. And oh, it's the most emo band ever. That's true. Oh, it was okay, the f- one. Of, considered one of the first, isn't it? I think so. I think so. Wow. Widely. I hated him. <laughs> Dashboard <laughs> Kunkirito. <laughs> Kirito. 
Perfect. <laughs> All right, so we got Sigurd, and he's uh, given up the location of a secret meeting, super duper secret, between their what is she, their queen or something? Definitely their top queen, or the sylph, sylph, sif, sylph, sylph, s y l p h. I sound like EJ over there. <laughs> Stuttering and whatnot. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> so her and the leader of some weird-looking cat. Oh, they people. keep saying they keep calling him Catsith. Yeah, and Katsith. from playing Final Fantasy games, I always called him Catsith because that's how they've pronounced it. I'm pretty sure. But did they did they have teeth like kitten teeth and and kitten ears and well, Catsith like was always a cat that rode on a big. Like, robotic device. Well, not always, but in the games that I remember him from. So he was, in fact, a cat. Okay, so what you're telling me is you saw a word, the name of a cat-like creature that started with C-A-T, and the first thing that came to your head was Kate. Uh, it's C-A-I-T. That's how it's actually spelled. So they say... Kite? Kate? I don't know. Okay, well, you didn't say that. Because that's, that's how you spell that's what I, That's what I'm saying. And I'm just, I, I guess I should have referenced by, yeah, like there's there was a character, I'm speaking directly about Final Fantasy VII, named Kate Sith, who was a cat that went on, rode on a, mo- a big giant Moogle. I would go, thing. I would bet that this is like a, a known thing. Like, you know how we have like the wolf that, and man that's and why stuff? it got me. And that's probably a cute pun that they use in Final Fantasy VII. So this is probably a known race or species I, I'm guessing just uh, just from these that's clues. why it got me I was like have I been wrong the whole time <laughs> dude don't be surprised <laughs> we are pretty much always wrong which do you think now is a good time to bring up that point we got a little bit of the episode to go but why not interject uh, yeah, so always wrong. so anybody uh, who listens to the <laughs> podcast or has listened to the last few will, will know that we assumed or created that the cover of Alfheim created <laughs> Imagine created, created uh, whiskey baked dream. I don't know. We thought that the cover had Kirito and Sugu on the cover holding hands. Leaf Goo. Get it right. Leaf Goo. And for those who haven't heard the episodes before, too, Leafa, Sugu, Leaf Goo. Well, we were wrong. It's totally wrong. It's not. It's like two two other characters. One of them is green, so I could see how we kind of thought that. The other one's darker. But these are these are. This is no, I was, so, I was thinking like yellow wings. It looked almost like blonde hair. It's a really quick shot. Yeah. So then you see the picture and you're like, that's obviously not either one of them. No. Yeah, obviously. No. Yeah. But she she is still the poster. Yeah, the poster so it's still kind of. Yeah. That word. Cut us some slack. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, I still right? Think our conversation was great because of it. So as far as we're all concerned, yeah, they're holding hands hysterical. on the cover of Alfheim Online. I only received two death threats, two death threats on the uh, Reddit feed. So oh, that's pretty good. good then that's, yeah. that's a win. And six troll faces. Oh. So no, no, it's not. That's not a win. Come on, man. We could get at least five. <laughs> Haters gotta hate. They're bursting out of this cave, right? And we see this is kind of a point that no, not yet. The last no, thing uh, in this not. episode is just uh, oh, excuse me, bursting he's through like, the cave. He grabs her hand. That's and what says, I meant to say. Okay, so they're they're running through the cave. Yep. And guess who we see? Our old familiar faces from back to se- the first half of series one. Monkey man. Our monkey men. Now th- they have since <laughs> evolved and now have cool shirts. They do. But 
but they're back, and the Gleam Eyes is back, as you had said before. So, new game, same old, same old. Love it. I did like to see the monkey, man, I gotta say. Anybody who follows us on Twitter, that's our header. And then she's like, monsters! And he's like, ha! And then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he's like, give me directions or speed boost, Yui. And she's like, you got it, daddy. And I guess oh, that's right. Anytime she talks, it just makes me laugh. She's she's a silly little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes the... Oh, you know what? The, there was one, one other thing. I wanted to take it back real quick because uh, I, I wanted to ask you guys this. It, it, serious. <sighs> super serious question. Ones. Serious question. Uh, I I know, but we got to do it. We, we got to do, do it for, for everybody. We, They're the serious ones, aka long setup for a joke. Got to do it for the fans. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, I, you you do know I played Mob the long in game. There for so <laughs> so Matt, please ask. But th- there's a there's a point in in all this. I think it's right around when she's like, "Hey, you can kill me if you want." Where he goes on a long winded explanation of. You know, I I know some people uh, would do that and blah blah blah, but we're friends and uh, you know I, I he kind of comes down to this one singular point that's if you change who you are in the game, it changes who you are in real life. Basically, like he's saying, like the player he's not, and the character are the are same. the same, right? And he's he's not going to change his ethics. He's going to keep on doing what he's always done what do you guys think about that does does acting like somebody else change who you are and does it matter like how long you do that for or things like that i mean it's that it's a kind of a deep question i I know but uh which is unusual for us here i don't know greg man what what do you think You've, you've played you know multiple games i mean i think it's i think it's different i think it's comparable if you go back to sao where it's like you're living it, so I can see how, um, you know, living in it and doing stuff in there would change you in real life. But this one, I mean, they're logging off yeah. nightly. I don't see how a standard game would really change your attitude. I mean, but I guess... I mean, it's, it's slightly more immersive, yeah. you know. I mean, it will a lot more immersive, but you're right. You're not locked into it. It hasn't become real life. But I guess for some people, some people could get sucked into it enough for right, it to well, be. And also go here, if if that's what you think, you're straight up killing people. So if that's reflecting on your real life, clearly it's not. But like, oh, I'm killing people. Like, oh, they're bad people. Nah, you're still just killing people. That's really, that's part of the game. <laughs> so if that's part of the game, then you have to say that that's part of it. And if that's the case, then no, it's not changing at all, Kirito, because you're not going out in the real world and hacking people down. Right. Eh? I, I mean, I I agree, but I, I think if if it were me, out of sheer maybe you could call it laziness, or you know, you can call it whatever you want. I don't think I would change simply because it's too much work to. <laughs> like this is who I am. Like I'm just gonna react to things the way I react to things, and that's how it is. Like I'm not gonna change what I would do in a situation. You know, I have to say <laughs> I, I don't think I'd change either. So that's why I guess I don't think it would be a changing factor. Like I play the game like I play or like I am. The guy. I could see I could see in a scenario as you're saying where like in the first game you are living in it and you get that is your real world and if you kill someone you kill them but then that that can definitely cuz the emotions the psychological stuff exactly. well, there. Cuz those events in real somebody. life would psychologically affect you. But yeah, yeah. But also Without I think a doubt. 
like I, I assume that when they're in this game, they lo- it looks like real life to them. It doesn't look like a video game to them. I assume that the graphics are like IRL, and so maybe killing somebody in that game might have a psychological effect on somebody. You know, I don't know. It can't because she can just log out and check her phone, and then log back in and kill somebody again. Well, I'm just saying that you level I mean? experiencing that level of realism, I think, would be something to to explore. Um, but in concept, I go to play video games because I know it's escapism, because I know it's not real. So if I knowing that going into a game into a scenario, it won't change me because I know I'm playing a game and it's fun. And yeah, so like you guys, I have, think we jumped though from the one extreme to the other in these two games. It's like we went from something that's the realism is so real and people are actually dying to people have now under, understand how this virtual reality works and yeah. they're all in they're all they all understand they all get it and they have no problem dying you know what i mean like yeah. none of them really yeah. do it's it's it like we all like we keep joking they all act like they care about it but really they just care because they have to fly another seven hours to get back to where they were yeah for sure you in know there's game. no consequence yeah. yeah and i mean i i would care too yeah um and that's yeah the, I, I think too if it was a little more like if the game itself was a little more realistic, a little more graphic, it might have more of a psychological if you effect. Fly. Like even that, like well, it, the the fly. I I think the flying would be fine, but like if you stab somebody to death, they bleed out in front yeah, of you. Know, yeah. Not they burst into a thousand little points of light and float away. Like I think that would have a a much different effect on you. Um, you know. Realism-wise, it, it would definitely be different. Um, I don't know that many people would want to play. A game oh, that's like something that. that we're gonna we're gonna cross that path probably in our lifetime. Well, you know, this actually, is something that's gonna come up where, yeah, because if it is fully immersive, does it feel like an experience? Like if you have a if you can play a video game and then have a dream of that exactly the same or something like that, is it is it internalized? Is it a memory? You know, so. It'll be interesting moving forward to see just to see how it does or if yeah. it does affect you. It might not. It might just be as simple yeah. as like you knowing when you go in that it's a game that well, you're good. But you know, what if you what if you you <laughs> you're taking a nap in a, in a chair and somebody puts that shit on you and you wake up and now you're in a game and you don't know that you know like you don't recognize the game. <laughs> that would be traumatic. You're in the same chair in the same place in the game though. <laughs> you go outside, then like you're in the same thing, you're like the same room, and then you wake up and go outside. People run around with swords. You're like what the. F- fuck is going on i mean i'm a sleepwalker i've I, not recently but i've been a sleepwalker as you guys may know and i've oh, done man. some, some shit. of my favorite stories as a child so if i'm sleepwalking and someone puts that shit on me <laughs> i'm I, i'm going to the moon i don't even know what i'm doing you know so mm-hmm. see but well what i would do is i'd program it so that kind of like what g ball said you you'd put he put it on you while you were sleeping and you wake up in the same place but I'd program it so that you were two levels deep. You were inside of the VR with a VR on inside of oh, another shit. VR. Inception VR style? It, Inception wow. VR style. And then style Sensei style. Match got sued by somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I slipped the head thing on them and they went insane and then I had to worry about it no more. Christopher Nolan sued you. Bruce Nolan Wayne sued too. you, man, because Bruce Wayne was supposed to get another Batman film because he was making Inception VR. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. Exactly. Chris Nolan. Batman versus Superman this Friday. What up? Totally. Oh, I, I promised. Uh, real quick, we got we to gotta sidestep real quick because uh, I did promise that. On a two-step. The Gregor Man was going to talk about his oh, new shit. fly gear. 
dude, that is one of the sweetest hoodies I have ever seen as in my entire As the life. kids are saying, it's all fleek. <laughs> I got to say thank you to our brother and sister, Mike and Amy. It is the coolest hoodie ever and completes the full ever. Um, transition to the Gregor Man. It makes it complete. I can be truly the Gregor Man everywhere I go. And for everybody who doesn't know, um, they got me a sweet, sweet Mega Man hoodie where the helmet is the hood, and it looks awesome. Will you allow us to post a picture of you strutting this oh, on the, the website? Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll so go to Moot.tv and, and check out the post for episode 20, and you'll see a picture of Gregor Man in there. Oh, with uh, dude, you got to do it with the gun on. So it's incredible, folks. Yeah. I, and for those of you who have seen them, you know how cool it is. It's you so cool. You know how cool it is. They do have a cool one. It's a it's like a knight's armor, and then when you put the hood up, you can put a mask down, like like the front mask. I have seen that one as well. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty badass. I will say, the details are fantastic. I'll oh, wait for yeah. the picture. I won't explain them. You'll know what I mean about the blaster. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's about all I got on this episode of Sao. Uh, how about you, gentlemen? Anything else you wanna you wanna throw at us? One of the most badass fights we've seen to date. Yeah, that was mega, yeah. The mega, fight mega was cool. really cool. This this was a, it was a very contrasted episode to the last several where it was like a lot of crazy bonkers story and TNA teenager style to some really good action and not much bullshit. I mean, no. Uh, yes, the story, and no, the, the story, the story points changed a, a little bit, but yeah, like you know what I mean. Like we jumped around. Obviously, we're we're leaving to go yeah. do something else other than what we've been trying to do since Kirito got into this world, which is cool though because he's like. Back to being Kirito. Yeah, and it kind of gives us some some yeah. clarity to why <laughs> uh, Sigurd and all those guys were involved because we, we know the main storyline to be we're going for Asuna. So why do we need these characters? This is kind of why. That's nice why. to know. Yeah. So how about Kirito turning into Gleam Eyes and then later explaining what people taste like? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I thought that was. I hysterical. think it's cool that they had them <laughs> have know, tastes. Like, I think I think that's that's attention to detail. They're like, okay, well, whenever you transform, you're gonna taste humans like this. It's pretty cool. Well, and even that was a graphic though. We like bit a dude in half, and half of them turned into stardust. Like, yeah, it was kind of. I mean, it was more graphic than we've seen in sword art. You know, Alfheim uh, yeah, is definitely just, I just totally meant no, no blood. blood. Like, no blood, But no kudos guts, for them being you know, ripped apart. Like like just, you could see segments of person, which was really cool. Like, yeah. They're really going for it that finally, cool. and it seems like it's only going to get better. One thing I do have to question there is, though, he uses this spell. He turns into Gleam Eyes, and he tears all those dudes up. But Gleam Eyes was like... Dude, wasn't that like a level, like, 5 or 10 boss? Like... No, Gleamize was like level seven. Like it, 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 yeah, was it? Was it? not until um, Asuna and no, I thought level seventy was the skeleton. Seventy-five. Jones. I no, this, the skeleton. The the skeleton centipede Jones was seventy-five. Mm-hmm. The Skull Reaper was a sub level, and Gleamize was like yeah, seventy because that's when they were just out exploring, mapping out a new area. Because remember, that's, that's how they stumbled upon it, was they were the mapping the oh, right, 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 dungeon, right, right. and then okay. they found yeah. the door, and they said, oh, we should scout okay, it, and so then, he, bam. You're, you're right. So he was the highest-level opponent they had in there that wasn't... That wasn't the skull of Senta made millimeter Because they fought him at, se- at 75 before yeah, the reveal. You're right. You're right before. And I guess you got to assume, what is it? What are those really called? Not centaurs. Uh, 
Well, there's some sort of variation on the centaur. I'm sure there's a, an exact name for them. And, you know, it's just like any dragon or anything. There's got to be variations stronger and not as strong and stuff. Because he, he looked different. He wasn't exactly the same as Gleam He wasn't exactly the same, but he definitely, yeah. He was badass. He was in the Gleam Eyes family. <laughs> he was his brother, Hard. like, <laughs> glow eyes. Like Jerry Cooterstein. Like Jerry Cooterstein. <laughs> Jerry's the youngest. <laughs> Who else is in the family? Do you remember? I don't remember. Do you remember? It's, uh, the oldest brother is Gleam Eyes Cooterstein. Gleam Eyes Cooterstein. And then it's yeah. Glow Eyes Cooterstein. There was Pat, Pat Cooterstein. Pat Cooterstein, then Sally Cooterstein. Sally, okay. And then there's Jerry. And then the dog was... Jerry. Uh, Rolf. Rolf Cooterstein. <laughs> That's some stupid shit. That's, That's Inside Baseball last shit. episode, so Yo. go back and listen, please. Yeah, we're not getting, we're not getting uh, cease and desist on that one or anything. That's, uh, that's all I got for totally losing my thought before. It's Cooterstein's. Cooterstein's. Filled with Cooterstein's. Cooterstein's. All right, well, I think it's about that time where we shamelessly plug our other projects, EJ5000. What it is. Okay, so we've got to always shout out to Moot.TV. That's where our podcast resides. Moot.TV. So Moot.TV. You'll check out all sorts of our episodes on there and other posts. We post other uh, topics that you might be interested in, too. We're on Twitter at Moot.TV, YouTube, and uh, White Wasabi, White Wasabi Pod at Twitter, White Wasabi Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. You know, get connected. We're so thankful for your listening ears. We hope that you like what we talk about and that we don't get too much stuff wrong and drive you crazy. Personally, I want to say um, uh, I've been rocking the Modern Drummer covers now. I'm working on number three. It's pretty cool. So uh, the July issue is the one I'm working on now. It's going to be – I might actually do a Spies background. I'm trying to get my Spies artwork on there. So check out WeAreAllSpies.com or on Twitter at WeAreAllSpies or (laughs) S underscore PI underscore S on Instagram. Check out my stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Greg man. Whatever, whatever EJ was gonna say. Cause I'll I do got some for Greg, nothing. right? The Gregaman on Twitter. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Yeah, the Gregaman. So check out at the Gre- at the Greg on Twitter on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. Tweet at that dude. Playing any good uh, games? Right now? Still playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Still playing some. Actually, just started playing back into some FIFA. I think I just secured my first Premier League. Stupid NYCFC put me on loan to West Ham. So to put it in their faces, I won a championship. Europe. Wow. That's right. Let's go FIFA. Uh, I did that because I was eating breakfast watching the FIFA World Cup on Fox Sports Channel. They were having these nerds play. <laughs> we Ladies got... and gentlemen, I promised you that EJ5000 would be taking shots of weird German him. liquid. And that's what just, just iced heard. tea. Oh my god. <laughs> It went down the wrong way. It was nerds playing FIFA. And apparently it was in New York that I could have gone. <laughs> and I could have gone if I wanted to go see it. But that made me play FIFA, so that's what's happening. Uh, I think my brother got the new Street Ooh. Fighter. I'm thinking about maybe getting that. He's Very been cool. playing that online. That, yeah. It's been a while since I played Street Fighter, yeah. but could be... I, could I be love fun. mashing buttons, man. That's you guys saying. always kill me, but I love mashing buttons. I See love what I can make A little segue on those old school games. Me and uh, Fortune Cat, my son, we <laughs> were looking online at uh, Dragon's Lair and Space Ace. 
If you go on YouTube, you can watch the entire games on there. The games complete are only about 10 minutes, but these were some sick games. If for the listeners who don't know, yeah, these were Dragon arcade Slayer. games back in like 88 and 89 that were completely animated cartoons. The gameplay was terrible. It was impossible to win, but the animations and the deaths and the voice acting are some of the coolest stuff that you'll ever see. So I recommend just, you know, YouTube and that shit. It was really cool. And, you know, my son's nine and he enjoyed it and I'm 31 and that's what's up. So check it out. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I want to give a hat tip to the, uh, the Greg man and the rest of the boys and, uh, Mega Empire USA. Came out, came out swinging uh, this last war. We got 19 stars. Starting average about that. You're getting, getting better, getting better every, 18, every 19, time, boys. Laz, both of them. Yep, just gotta, gotta keep rolling. I uh, actually don't even know if I know any of the other people. In, in there, sure, but, crackers. Somebody uh, that Laz and Duke know. Um, Lord Commander's my old roommate. He's the new guy. <laughs> He's a really, really new guy. Did you get any listeners? No, so far we haven't gotten any listeners uh, joining the clan yet. So Mega Empire USA. Um, just look, we only have like 12 or 14 Mega, members Mega or Empire. something. So if you look for us, that's how many members we got. Pretty easy to find us. Join up. We're looking to get a 15-man war going. Up. Yeah, we're up, up and, and coming. coming. Up and coming. We're, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're like level, what, three clan level now? think you know get some bonuses yeah, back from so. donating so. troops uh we donate lots of good troops in there thanks to sensei is joining uh he's got donate. probably the highest ranking troops now um i got some decent stuff though and uh yeah it's good times where we're getting there like i said now we just gotta hit like we keep getting beat by 22 so that's gotta be our new target number we gotta hit 22 they beat us by more than that cool if not we yep. should just get that so it's been fun though, and I like I like everybody chatting. It's different. It's the first I, I'll say it's the first iOS game that I've played this interactively with other people. Oh yeah, except I, for I, words with friends. Yeah, yeah but too. that's different. I see. I never got into words with friends because words are not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> also, why I have a podcast with you guys? That's also You're- like an individual game with everybody. It's a it's a one v one. This is like, like yeah, like this a is team a full on team effort, effort by everybody. I gotta have to. Spray up some freaking space and get back in. <laughs> we will, would love to have you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Indeed. So you hear that, listeners? We can join together. Little Mac together. has together. Have a, an iTouch or something? Or an iPad? Yeah, he doesn't get to play it. Well, you know what? The deal is, iOS, you're locked into by your account name. Ah. Uh, so that's the whole thing. Because I have an account, I had one going, but he wants to start his own. And he wants to destroy mine, but you can't no, destroy it. You can't start over. You can't I tried. start over. Once I once I knew my so, mistakes of boosting my town hall, I wish I tried to blow up my castles, but I couldn't. For me, it was either quit or keep playing and figure it out. So that's why I'm still gimped, but I'm working on it. There you go. There you have it. That's Mad Clash of Clans, son. Yeah. How about this? Oh. Nerdabolic.com. What did you say? And at Beardstrong on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Google Plus, on. Those are ventures of Sensei Match, and check That's them out. And also, uh, we didn't talk about it this episode, but check out on Moot.tv, I posted about the new Sword Art Online virtual reality game that IBM just put out, and we'll probably talk about it a little bit more on next episode. But check out that post, share it around. If you want to write for Moot.tv, get in contact. Thank you so much. I guess so it's live, so I can shamelessly plug MootVideo.com. 
because it is up. It's not impressive, but you can at least see some work I've done. If you're looking for a video producer or shooter, hey, here I am. Freelance styles. But um, it's cool. There's some fun stuff up there. I'm, I'm just getting into this WordPress thing. I found a couple themes the other day. I got to talk to EJ5000 about loading those up and how to do that. But Load up. I am probably the least web and technical savvy of the of the crew of White Don't Wasabi worry. for show. Sure. So I know brother. I'm covered. I just got to get them on the horns. But uh, yeah, check it out. I'll have some videos up there soon of my work. Hopefully cutting a reel together too. That's what's up. That's what's up. That is what's up. All right. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time on White Wasabi. Mood.tv. That's the cat episode. Oh my God, I love cats. <laughs> do you like cats? I do like cats, but I love cats. <laughs> do you like cats? Have you downloaded this episode? And the episode of this podcast has cats in it. Cinnamon, get off the couch. <laughs> yeah.